the town of Midland is dealing with uh, this problem. They can't get into their computers. A ransomware hack occurred uh, 12 days ago, and they haven't had full access to the computer system for the town for 12 days. For two of those days, they were shut out completely. And immediately I thought, I know the guy to call. David Shipley joins us, CEO of Boceron Security, Global News Radio 640 Toronto's tech analyst. Welcome to the show. Good to have you back, as always, David. Good afternoon. So, David, you know, this is a town being shut out of uh, their computer system. How does something like this happen? I mean, what happens? Somebody goes in, one of the uh, people that are working for the town, and they open an odd-looking email. What exactly goes down? So what you described is typically what happens. It's known as social engineering or phishing, and they'll send malicious emails with attachments or links. But the other way, sometimes towns have what they call remote access. So they allow people to work virtually or access systems virtually. And if those doors are left open, like what happened in Atlanta, then this can allow hackers to get access to systems and install ransomware and then take control of networks. Um, Or, you know, the third scenario is an unpatched city service or server or online presence. And this has happened to some provincial governments where things were brought down because of that. Um, And what's unfortunate for these towns is uh, they are very much a high-priority market for a dedicated criminal group that's made more than $6 million U.S. so far. It makes actually now more than $300,000 a month targeting municipalities, hospitals, and higher education. You're talking about a criminal group, um, and you're saying they're dedicated, so they could be anywhere on the planet because, you know, it's, it's the Internet. But I heard that, you know, if you go to the dark web, you can get step-by-step instructions that anyone could follow if you want to set up uh, ransomware. Now, I'm not asking you to tell us how to get into the dark web, but, you know, I don't know much about the dark web. I like to limit my own time online. How hard is the dark web to access and, and who can gain access? It, it's trivial. Uh, it's not hard to get access to that, but actually there are criminal services hosted in jurisdictions not friendly to Canada where you can actually just Google this on the regular web. And they offer it as a uh, cloud-based service. Then they often have money-back guarantee and mm-hmm. chat service support, just like any modern IT company would, and they're highly effective. And, you know, for municipalities, they are such a prime target because they're the level of government that we deal with the most. And our our, our, our frontline services as citizens often rely very much on municipalities. And and there's been a number of Canadian municipalities hit. In fact, a neighboring Ontario municipality was hit earlier this year and was forced to pay as well. Yeah, you're talking Um, about the town of Wasega Beach. And I was reading a little bit about this. They had a similar attack in the spring. And they uh, talked the folks that were holding the system for ransom down from $144,000 to thirty five grand, And it ultimately cost the town of Wasega Beach $250,000. Now, sadly, you know, word gets around when things like that happen in a municipality that's not far from yours, like Midland's not too far away from there. Uh, they were setting up their own uh, uh, firewall system when they heard about what happened to Wasega Beach, but not quick enough. And they also had taken out um, some insurance against ransomware attacks. I didn't even know you could do that. But are we going to see more municipalities in trying to insure against these attacks? We, we are. And unfortunately, there's no silver bullet. You can't sort of out-tech your way out of this. You can't 
transfer all the risk to insurers um, completely and, and sort of be worry-free and absolutely disruption-free and immune from these types of things. This is simply the the cost of doing business online. And it's a, it's a I feel my heart goes out to these, um, particularly the smaller municipalities, because as taxpayers, we want them to be ever more efficient and convenient to access digitally. And we want them to be modern. Sure, nobody wants to sign up for their swimming lessons in person at the local pool anymore. They want to do it from the comfort of their couch. Absolutely. But as you do that, you create a whole new attack surface for criminals from, as you pointed out, anywhere around the world. And that comes with a cost. And, and currently municipalities, they have, there's no national police force protecting them from these criminals. There's no military response. There's no federal government response that's really protecting these folks. So we really are in the Wild West. And, uh, and I feel bad for municipalities because at least at the provincial level, there are some really great teams and resources and they're, they're probably a decade ahead. But at the municipal level, it's all over the place. Right. It's somebody's teenager, teen son that's coming in to help you set up the firewall system, probably, because they can't afford to hire somebody else. I, you know, I'm just wondering about, you know, I know that uh, Midland said that they are going to get their insurer to pay for it, you know, the ransom. Um, but isn't this going to encourage more ransomware attacks? So it's always it's very difficult I, when you talk about paying a ransoms and you know from a business point of view this can make a lot of sense to pay the ransom because it's cheaper and faster than all the other IT restoration options. There are some tricky moral questions about the payment of, of, of ransoms and I don't presume to judge when people do or don't. I advise clients against paying ransoms. There was a hospital in Kansas that paid and then the they were hit again two weeks mm. later because they knew they would. Um, So it's tricky ground. Um, It does encourage the industry. We we don't know exactly who's behind this attack, but if it does, it does fit the the motives and uh, modus operandi of of known cyber criminal groups. And so they are, they're just working municipalities. So they'll use these funds um, against other municipalities potentially. Scary stuff. David, I appreciate your time today. As always, CEO of Bosron Security, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto's tech analyst. 